0: Welcome to the Actualize Your Full Potential podcast hosted by yours truly, Bruce Barnes. Join me as we discover small changes that can make a big impact in your life. Well, greetings and welcome to this episode of Actualize Your Full Potential podcast. I'm glad you could make it. Um, Just as a reminder, I post the video on... um, YouTube, My YouTube channel, which is the same um, title, Actualize Your Full Potential. And the audio, of course, is on my uh, podcast channel. So when you get over to the uh, YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe. I <laughs> was looking for more subscribers. So today I'm excited to have a special guest uh, here. Uh, uh, Jackie Simmons. She's an author and uh, going to be talking at uh, TEDx in January. And she's a radio show host and resilience master trainer. And she's the creator of Resilience Mastery Formula and the co founder of Teen Suicide Prevention Society. So welcome, Jackie. Hey, thank you so much, Bruce. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So um, you know, we we talked a little bit last week, and it was just, uh, I'm, it's, it's an important topic. And one of the things, you know, that I just um, want you to share a little bit about, uh, well, one, a little bit about your background, but also um, your topic that you're going to be sharing at the upcoming uh, TEDx event that's uh, coming up. Uh, it's going to be January 16th, 2021, and this in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so uh, yeah, share a little bit about uh, what you're going to be talking about and what, how you got on, you know, interested or inspired <laughs> about that topic.
1: It's not a topic that people get inspired on, usually. As a matter of fact, it's a topic that most people don't want to talk about. And that's actually part of the problem, Bruce. The topic is suicide, specifically teen suicide. And it's not a topic that I ever thought that I would talk about. But last year, last August, a 37-year-old woman stood up to give a seven-minute talk at my event, and she decided this was the topic she wanted to talk about. She started with the startling statistic of 3,000 a day. In August of 2019, 19, not this year, last year, 3,000 a day was the number of teens who attempt to take their own lives every day. Just teens, just in the U.S., and just the ones who don't die. The number goes up if you add the ones who die.
0: Those are just the attempted suicides.
1: Those are just the attempted ones. And it's attempts. I mean, these are people who had lethal intent. We're not talking about accidental overdoses here. We're talking about lethal intent. And as shocking as that was, and I mean, as our speaking coach, I'm super happy. She started with a startling statistic. It's a great way to start a seven-minute talk. And then it landed and I got whiplash. Yeah, I mean, they call it whiplash for a reason. When I could pay attention to what she was saying, she was saying when I was 14 and she started talking about her multiple suicide attempts as a teenager. And I went really, really pale. <laughs> uh, Bruce, this was no ordinary speaker. This 37-year-old was my daughter. Wow. Wow. And while I had lived through her multiple suicide attempts, we hadn't talked about them. Once we, she was done with counseling, therapy, hospitalizations, interventions, we were done. I mean, why would you bring that up? I, I wouldn't want to put the idea back in her head. Oh, and by the way, that's one of the biggest myths about suicide, that you could put the idea in someone's head. It's already there. Mm -hmm. And for every parent listening and for everyone who has a family member or someone you're close to realize that suicidal thoughts are a normal function of the brain. They happen. Getting stuck in them is where we are running into the problem. And we are getting stuck more and more into what I call negative echo chambers. But back to that event in August. Just when I thought it couldn't get any worse, Bruce, it got worse. I went from being pale to being bone cold because the next words out of her mouth were that she still struggled with suicidal thoughts. And I got hijacked. I mean, my brain just imploded and I left, mentally left that room. Uh, By the way, this is what PTSD looks like. I got taken back in time 24 years earlier because the only thought running through my head was the same one that ran through my head that night, which was what happened. And more importantly, how did I miss this? I mean, that night... I spent all night staring up into the darkness in the direction of the ceiling, listening to her breathe. We were on the futon in the living room because I couldn't bear to be away from her. I couldn't risk it, even though in between us was her handwritten note, her promise not to harm herself while I slept, like I was going to close my eyes that night. So all night, I'm laying awake, staring into the darkness, pounding How did I miss this? How did I miss this? Fast forward, here I am in the back of the room 24 years later, and all I can think is, how did I miss this again? And I got saved. My daughter ended her talk by saying she wanted to create a program to help teens learn the coping skills that she's learned along the way before they need them. And that's how the Teen Suicide Prevention Society got born. A few months, putting together a book, what are the tools that teens really need to be able to break the silence and have a conversation on this topic? And how do we help them have these conversations? When parents don't want to have these conversations with their kids. And trust me, I get it. I didn't talk to my daughter for years on this topic because I didn't want to know. I didn't want to know what could cause my kid so much mental and emotional pain that she would think dying was better than living. But this is the conversation we can no longer afford to avoid. And that's my journey to the TEDx stage. We published a book, started getting some attention, and I was asked to take the stage to talk about how to end the teen suicide epidemic. And my TEDx talk was actually scheduled for May of 2020, yeah. and then COVID hit.
0: Yeah.
1: And what's happened in the last few months regarding suicide rates in all ages yeah. makes deaths from COVID look pale. They pale by comparison. I was on the phone with someone in Sweden today, and suicide deaths are double the deaths from the virus, from the pandemic.
0: That's that's all all ages,
1: not just teens? That's all ages. Wow. That's the global number. I'm teaching a group of teens in Liberia the skills that we've put together for helping them become advocates, suicide prevention advocates for their peers because the suicide rates are so bad that an organizer of a youth group in Liberia found us on Facebook. And said, can you help us? Yeah. So the need is everywhere. And that's how I ended up with the TEDx stage. And thank God for that. Because it was working with the TEDx coach. Who, God bless his buttons, called me out for being tactical and not vulnerable with my first script. He told me I had a chance to do something significant. With this stage, neither of us knew what was coming this year or how intense it was going to get. But I said, "Okay, I'll rewrite my talk. And I ended up adding in that it's the conversations we avoid that truly matter. You know, I mean, back in the day, the conversation we needed to have with our teens was about sex. And then the conversation we needed to have with our teens was about drugs and alcohol. Now the conversation we must have with our kids is about suicide because the silence is killing us. Yeah. And that's how I ended up with what I'm doing now is because my TEDx coach dared to call me out on being tactical. And so when I rewrote the talk, I realized that I had never stopped being busy long enough to have the conversation with my daughter. And so out of the TEDx came the six step conversation for how to prevent suicide. Okay. And it starts with stop being busy. Be willing to stop being busy is step one. If you really want to make a difference in the lives of someone around you and make them just a little more suicide proof, step two is to listen, but not just any kind of listening. It's listen without judgment, without needing to fix or problem solve or strategize, to just listen. That's actually the greatest act of service we can give to one another, especially now, is to listen without judgment. It's the hallmark of resilient relationships is when you can listen without needing for one person to be right and the other person to be wrong. And with the climate we have in our culture right now, there's a lot of rightism and wrongism going on. And that's the opposite of being emotionally or mentally resilient. If you can't listen to an opposing opinion, a different observation, a new perspective, then you're stuck. And the more stuck you are, the more at risk you are. Because if you're truly stuck in one area, you might be stuck in a negative echo chamber in your mind in other areas. So we're changing lives, saving lives, one conversation at a time. And it's a great deal of credit goes to this whole TED and TEDx organization. Because if it wasn't for the way that they train and the challenges they put in front of their speakers, I might still be just talking about the first little book that we published, the make it a great day movement. You know, And not talking about how to have conversations that save lives. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: So th- that's just amazing to me that, that so back on that night on the futon with your daughter, she was uh, 13, 14 14, 14, 14. Yeah. And you jump ahead 24 years and you have the shock to realize that she still struggles with that Mm -hmm. thought. Wow. It's just, that's amazing. But so now with, with, with the, the, the process for TEDx, you mentioned about a, a a coach. Mm -hmm. How long of a process is that to like prepare?
1: every tedx event and the x stands for independently organized so it depends on the organizer okay what services are provided how much coaching there is what the timeline is it depends on the process that they put into place now just because i was invited to take a tedx stage doesn't mean i didn't have to go through the application process okay Okay. I mean, I had just like everybody else in this group, we all had to apply. We had to have our idea worth sharing. Right. And my idea worth sharing is that it's possible to make suicide, especially teen suicide, a thing of the past. Yeah. And so they thought that was an idea worth sharing. And then thank goodness, because my organizer is great. Sarah Lawrence is one of these amazing perky people. And yeah, we, we she just has this energy about her that she just loves everything. And so she decided she could not be one of the judges. So she was not the person who said, yes, I could take the stage. But she's the person who said, I'll figure out how to have coaches. And so she brought together a group of very experienced coaches. Some of them have been TEDx coaches many, many times over. All of them are just an amazing group of people. All of this is done, by the way, as a volunteer. The whole TEDx organization works on volunteerism. TED does not charge someone anything to create a TEDx stage, to create this opportunity for people to take the stage. What we do with it, now that's up to us. So that's near and dear to my heart that this organization exists because thanks to them, I have just a little more credibility when I pick up the phone and somebody gets my email and it says TEDx speaker on it. It's a process not to be undertaken lightly because in the big scheme of things, I'll be honest, it's just one more speaking opportunity. It's not gonna make or break Your speaking career, it's not going to make or break your business, but it might break your heart if you're not emotionally resilient about how you approach it. If you put so, so much emphasis on it that you stress yourself out, that's the opposite of being able to give a good talk because stress pulls the blood away from the memory sections of your brain. Yep. Not good if you're a speaker. Yeah, no. So from a stress management point of view, if you want to do a TEDx stage, approach it from the point of view that it's all practice all the way through to the other side when it's done. It's just one more practice, one more opportunity to get your message across. And that's sort of why we're here, right, is to tell our stories and to get our message across. Because if you don't get your message across, what good does it do to actualize your full potential? You no, know, if you can't use that accomplishment to inspire other people, why bother?
0: That's right. Yeah, it's like yeah. we're all meant to do great things, and we some of some of us just don't aren't sure what that is yet. That we're, we're all working on it. <laughs> so, yep. Just uh, telling your story is
1: probably, in my mind, the best place to start.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's yeah, exactly So if, and, and people, there's so many people that. They don't think, "Well, I, my story isn't worth sharing. wrong, <laughs> 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 you know so there's, Everybody has something to share that can inspire someone else. And that's, there's, a, there's a quote, and I don't know offhand who said it, but there's, um, there's one, at least, at least, one important thing that you are here to do on earth will not get done by anyone else it's only up to you. Well, there we go. Figuring, figuring, out figuring, out, figuring out what that one or more things are might be <laughs> a little bit of a challenge, but um, you're always, there's, there's so many different things that we don't think of as being inspiring until you share it with someone else. And it's like, Oh, you need to share that. You need to write a book, or you—it's need... like.
1: So here's um, here's how I explain it uh, to the people in my class. I tell them, your job is never to inspire other people. Your job is to inspire yourself, and then other people may choose to be inspired by you. Yes. Yes. And so inspiring myself when it came to giving this talk and having this level of visibility, that was hard. Um, I'm more of a behind the scenes, let me help you do it kind of person. And then one day I got it. If there are 3,000 teens attempting to take their own lives every day in the U.S., That means 6,000 parents are starting to live the nightmare that I lived that night on the futon. Mm -hmm. 6,000 parents, 365 days in a year for over 20 years that I was silent. I don't believe in regret. I believe in motivation.
0: Yeah, that's bigger. This is how
1: I inspire myself is I remember that number. Yeah. That's over 2 million parents a year starting to live the nightmare that I lived. And 20 years, that's a lot of people. So whatever it is that you're called to do, I'm gonna tell, this is my truth, okay? The truth, the world according to Jackie Simmons. Oh, by the way, That's actually a good title. (laughs) So in in my world, you can't do it wrong. And you can't chase your purpose. It's like a deer or a unicorn. It's going to run away from you. If you chase happiness, it runs away. But what you can do is get ready for it. Do what you feel inspired to do. Master what you feel inspired to master. Get ready because one day might be your day that your purpose comes and taps you on your shoulder the way that mine did that day when my daughter gave her seven-minute talk.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. You got to be prepared for, <laughs> you never know yeah. when that opportunity or that purpose is gonna jump at me and say, here you here I am, you found me. But you like
1: good quotes. I think it was Louis Pasteur who said chance favors the prepared mind. Yes. Yeah. So get your mind ready, people. Look for where you can practice a little non-attachment a little less judgment, a little less ism, rightism, and wrongism, if you can just give yourself a chance to be a little more open-minded about the world, that in and of itself will help you build some resilience. And I just, this is such an important job that you're doing, Bruce. Helping people realize that one, they have potential, Two, they can actualize it. And three, what would their lives look like? I mean, just giving people a chance to imagine what their lives lived at their full potential might actually look like. It's a pretty daunting image.
0: Yeah. (laughs) There's so many people that are, you know, a lot of people, like, they're afraid of failure. Well, a lot more are afraid of success,
1: Oh, yeah, because we have so many limiting beliefs about success. We believe that successful people are. And then right. we have this whole list of not so nice things. And I'm like, how does that come into the conversation about success?
0: You need to have a big paradigm shift here. <laughs> that's, that's... There we go.
1: Mindset mastery. We'll just do a little, you know, adjusting of your brain. You know, what if you actually talked about the things that you're trying to
0: avoid? Talking about yeah. Well, the the other thing is just you know, tying it in with the teens. Mm-hmm. How many parents really have an open, heartfelt discussion with their their kids of any age? I mean, the teens yeah. too. But I mean, it's just there's so many times that we're um, wanting to you know, correct them or say that they're doing something wrong or whatever. Well, okay. They need encouragement too, but they also need to be heard and listened to So many times. The, the, the adults are not really listening. Oh, we're a little busy. Yeah. So um, that's why I said,
1: step number one, be willing to stop being busy. And if you really want to get your kids to talk to you, all you have to do is ask one question. What's the best thing that happened to you so far today? Yep. And then just listen without judgment. Yeah. That's the hard part. This is where practicing some relaxation techniques like taking a deep breath, holding it for a count of 4, releasing it slowly. Yeah. You know, just some basic stress management skills work really, really well to help you stay present when someone is speaking. Yeah. So lots of good stuff. Oh, oh yeah. and you do some stuff like that with your mindset tools. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is that's uh, um, um, there's a lot of uh, different techniques like you're saying that that mm-hmm. one of them, um, the mindset tool uh, that I have at, at positivemindsettool.com. Um, it's like a digital vision board on steroids and that it's, a, it's a kind of a, like a, a, a form of meditation, mm-hmm. but um, it it helps bypass that conscious negative filter that we all have. And so, you know, you know trying to encourage ourselves. A lot of times we encounter that negative filter. It's like, "What? Are you, who are you kidding? No, you can't do that. You're not this, good. <laughs> whatever." But so that's uh, that's one of my little, um, you know, pet peeves is to you know encourage, but also you know try try and catch someone doing something right, you know, <laughs> and and thank them. Uh, there's there's um, so many. I mean, especially nowadays and stuff, people are going through so much and that and that little word of positive encouragement can go a long way. And just in being there for your your, your kids and being present in the moment. And there's there's um oh gosh, uh, let's see probably be 30 some years ago, something like that I was visiting. I was with my folks back in Wisconsin uh, visiting, you know, family there and went by one of my cousins and my folks were visiting with my cousins and I was Mm -hmm. playing on the floor with their kid, little kids that they had. And they were just a few years old and that, but we had fun. We had like, it was a, um, a railroad, you know, track um, that was like each, each piece was in the form of a, letter in the alphabet oh wow battery powered train and stuff so mm-hmm. we we're putting the tracks together and we we're playing and whatnot and when we left i found out afterwards that my cousin asked her kids okay you know did you did you have fun with bruce this says, yeah i says what did you like best he played with us and it was like a big aha moment for her realizing she just would always, at the back then was saying go play instead of playing with them, okay. and it's like you know it's like just spend time do. There's so many, and I've I've got a, a whole another topic about the five love languages and how each of the kids can have a different love language, and one can be quality time, one can be just words of affirmation, or mm-hmm. physical touch, and just or gifts, you know, this is, there's so find out what your child's primary love language is and address it. And, you is. know, that's interesting.
1: Cause now my brain is going, wait a minute, what's the fifth one? It's gifts, touch, words of affirmation, of quality time, acts of service. Yeah. yeah. And for me, quality time is undivided attention. Yeah. And it's the undivided part that we can get really hung up on. Cause that's not so easy.
0: No, no.
1: It's not so easy. I mean, how many potential things could other, could people have been doing in the few minutes that we've been talking? You know, I mean, you know, the beeps, the buzzes, the whizzes. So if you're going to have a conversation with your kid, unplug for the duration of the conversation. They don't have long attention spans. If you get 15 minutes of undivided attention from a 15-year-old, that's a miracle. <laughs> yeah. So don't worry about the time commitment.
0: Yeah. But make the commitment. Yeah. yeah that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So now just wondering, how, how long um, is your talk during the time? Ah, TEDx. If there's nothing about TEDx
1: that's um, carved in stone, except that they're short. Okay, 13 minutes, 13 minutes. Wow. Okay. Yep. 13 minutes. And just like any other good talk, it's not a good idea to go over. You can always be short and finish early. That's cool. But going long is um, frowned upon.
0: (laughs) So I gather during your talk, you'll be getting into more of the steps and then Mm -hmm. more resources than that. So that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I'm actually covering the six suicide risk indicators that you won't find on the Center for Disease Control website, most of them, and the um, six steps to have a conversation that really matters. And the good news is these steps can be used on any topic. And here's what's cool. When you can talk to someone on this topic, you can have a conversation on suicide Talking to them about dirty dishes, budgeting, laundry, even politics, yeah. becomes easier.
0: Yeah Well, that's just wonderful. A, it's, I've enjoyed talking with you, and, and uh, thank you for sharing your you know this information is important for everyone to be aware of and, and um, address and not be afraid to talk about it.
1: That's true. That's true. And I know you've got um, in your show notes is the link. So if somebody yeah. wants to catch the show live, there's a link. You can you can get live stream tickets. Don't fly to Vegas. Yeah. to do you any good. The rules are the rules. You can watch it on the live stream.
0: So are you going to be there live or are you- I am
1: flying to Vegas? OK.
0: Oh, so yeah. We'll this, um, yeah. The 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 link to that will be in the the description and comments of the, the, the podcast as well as in the YouTube uh, description video. So again, everybody, this is, um, you can check out the, the YouTube video channel that I have by going to actualizeyourfullpotential.com. I've got links there to the podcast as well as the YouTube channel. And again, each of those will have links to the TEDx event and I encourage you to check it out and attend. And um, we're going to have fun. Yeah, it's just uh, that's uh, that's awesome. So uh, thank you again, Jackie. Um, look forward to, uh, uh, you know, future engagements here and <laughs> and run it into you and, and good luck with the TEDx event. Hope everything goes smoothly and um, everything um, just works out great. This is the uh, again the the TEDx event will be January sixteenth, two thousand twenty-one, and you need to check it out, people. And uh, thanks for you know, you know joining us on this episode. And have a great week and. Uh, Check out my, again, the website, actualizeyourfullpotential.com for more resources, and have a great week. Thanks again. Bye.